You are listening to episode 115 of the 360 Vegas podcast. Visit the blog at 360vegaspodcast.com or send us an email at 360vegaspodcast at gmail.com. Day after tomorrow, gentlemen, we'll be in Las Vegas. Welcome to Vegas. Las Vegas functions on a 24-hour-a-day schedule. The pool's the casino. Big volcano out in front. That's the Eiffel Tower. Bellagio. Riviera. The Mirage. Flamingo. Sahara. The MGM Grand. This isn't the real Caesars Palace, is it? On a gamble. They always put the machines that pay off the most right in the front. Good luck. The Strip is just the most amazing stretch of road, I think, probably anywhere in the world. Kicking ass in Vegas. Vegas, baby. Vegas, baby. Welcome to Las Vegas. All right, two things that I'm getting harassed about that I haven't talked about. New Orleans and corn, so I'm going to do this quick and and yet, uh, I don't know, can you do it quick and detailed? I don't know, fuck it. New Orleans, have you ever been? Uh, No. It's it's fun. It's uh, it's it's what Vegas would be like if you took away the gambling and replaced the insinuation of sex with actual sex everywhere. <laughs> <laughs> it's uh, um, it was relatively charming, if not dirty. The uh, Superdome was a lot of fun. I, I mean, we had we had a blast. It's uh, I guess an experience. I don't know. I don't know where else to go with that. But corn. Everything I hoped it would be. One of those things where, you know, a lot of times you'll hear people say stuff like, don't meet your heroes or, or anybody famous because they're never going to measure up to, you know, the, the pedestal or, or what, what your imagination is that they would be. Uh-huh. The nicest guys they could have possibly been. Really awesome. Totally worth the, uh, the money, the time, the effort. Uh, had, a, had a great, great time doing all that. Awesome. So, yeah, I saw some pictures. Yeah, it was it was pretty wicked. Like I said, it's it's exactly like you would imagine. I mean, imagine the one person or people that you want to meet on this planet, and how you would hope they would be. That is exactly how they were. Oh, that's cool. Well, yeah. I'm glad you had a good experience. Well, thank you, sir. Yeah. All right. So on to random Vegas. Yes. On a real slot machine, the blank spot, the part without a symbol, is called a ghost. We got that from at Pulse of Vegas blog. That's always been the thing that's bothered me about real slots is it looks like it like it broke. Like going, well, fuck, it didn't even land on any symbols. What is the point of this? It's like the phantom of the casino stealing <laughs> your money. <laughs> <Right>. <laughs> Unsuspecting gamblers. Right. Nope, try again. <laughs> <laughs> we'll take that. Go ahead and put some more money in. Right. All right, and on to the Vegas Mate Review of the Week. This week's review is a collection from Hank and Jr., that he wrote, or they wrote, on December 5th, as he apparently toured the Cosmopolitan and found a way to succinctly describe much of it. Yes. So uh, it starts with book and stage, where he says, outstanding staff, great atmosphere. Then on to... <laughs> Agreed. <laughs> it's right to the point. Right. Bob Benet Cafe, right? Bob Bean. I'm not really sure how to yeah. pronounce it, but it's also at Cosmopolitan. It says, good to go, great Java. <laughs> <laughs> calls coffee Java anymore. Yeah. Also, Holstein's, good sandwiches and burgers, worth a trip. And China Poblano, uh, great food, a bit spendy, but overall great staff and tasty food. The Secret Pizza, uh, outstanding pizza, excellent for a late night snack, as any pizza usually is, even if it tastes bad. I know, right? (laughs) And then 
in general, Cosmopolitan. Incredible experience all around. Made my wife's 50th one to remember. All of those were five out of five chips except for the secret pizza, which for some reason was four chips, even though the pizza was outstanding. Yeah, his, his credibility is completely shot just on that that rating yeah. alone. You know what these yeah. reviews remind me of? Bob Euchre in Major League when he turns to Monty and asks, anything to add? And he goes, uh, no. And then Bob replies, they don't call him the best color man in the business for nothing, folks. <laughs> <laughs> kind of reminds me, it also reminds me of myself. Yes. On the show. Yeah. That's <laughs> I have nothing to add to this. I don't care about this. <laughs> this is fucking stupid. Et cetera, et cetera. They're just canned responses, what people don't realize. <laughs> <laughs> It's actually, I'm not even a real person. I'm just a soundboard, and Mark just selects one of the, one of the pre-recorded. I'm a big fan of the Apple products, Brian. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. All right, and how about the Twit Pick of the Week? This week's winner is at Fleming Clan for a picture that not only showcases the famous Caesar's Palace Fountains and her property, but also evokes many memories. Now, first... I don't know if anyone who listens to this show isn't familiar with this view. Odds are you have a picture in front of this exact place. It's taken from the strip, looking west at the property with a view of her pork ashore and the original tower beyond the fountains. Now, the photo also reminds me of the history of this property and all that's developed around it from the original concept. But probably my favorite memory is that it reminds me of my favorite picture of my wife in Vegas. It's a picture of her in this exact spot, wearing an insanely hot little black dress, looking as adorable as ever. It's a picture that means more to me than I think she'll ever know. This is a great picture, and we're happy to add it to our collection. As always, we'll link to it on our blog, we'll put it on our Flickr page and Pinterest page, feature it on our Facebook and Google Plus pages, and the Twitter header, as well as the enhanced version of the show. We keep making that longer and longer, and it's just, it's getting a little long in the tooth. <laughs> Brian, we got to advertise some things. Yeah, a little bit. <laughs> All right, let's move on to news. Our first little piece of news for this week, we've got some info on Caesar suing Massachusetts Gaming Commissioner. Taking defeat like adults, Caesars filed a lawsuit <laughs> against the Massachusetts Gaming Commission Chairman Stephen Crosby, both individually and as head of the governing body. After investing $100 million in an attempt to win a gaming license in the state, not to mention the 13 years Caesars CEO Gary Loveman has invested in lobbying to make gaming legal in the state, Caesars is suing Crosby, claiming that he is the primary reason they had to back out of their proposed $1 billion Boston project. Their court filings cited several specifics they objected to. First, they believed they were held to a different standard than their competition, specifically MGM, who is up for a license in Springfield and received a favorable recommendation last Monday. Caesars points to MGM being forced to give up its Borgata license, the most popular property in Atlantic City, because AC officials had issues with their relationship with Asian mob figure's daughter, Pansy Ho. They have since filed to have that license restored in AC, but Atlantic City has traditionally always been the most difficult place to get a license until Massachusetts entered the game. They are also claiming that Crosby's friendship and past business relationship with a part owner of the land that Caesars and Wynn are fighting for was not publicly disclosed. Caesars attorneys claim that the landowner stands to gain a significant financial benefit 
should Wynn receive the loan gaming license instead of a partnership like Caesars was a part of? Possibly further bolstering their case last week, Crosby announced that he would not participate in Monday's Wynn Resorts hearing for a license. It has been clarified that Caesars was never actually denied a license. However, Caesars claims that the unfair review standards and the Gansevoort Russian mob connection caused their partnership in the Boston project with Suffix Downs to dissolve. Caesars is suing for an unspecified amount as well as for Crosby's removal from the commission, claiming his actions have caused the company to suffer reputational and economic injury. I think the economic injury is just self-inflicted. Yeah, yeah, or possibly that $22 billion you fucking already owe. <laughs> yeah, yeah, no kidding. It, I can't speak intelligently about any of these claims, but I thought the article was fascinating nonetheless. It is, it is interesting, but I... Dr. Dave said it best, every agency has the right to set their own parameters, and I, listen, I get that Caesars is everywhere, they do a great job, or it questionably do a great job. You're 22 billion in debt. I don't blame them wanting to steer clear of you because you could fucking file bankruptcy at any moment. You're 22 billion dollars in debt, and you're right. not doing good. So there you go. Yep, there it is. Next up on our list, uh, we've got B&B Burgers and Beer opens. Vital Vegas shared some details, including the complete menu, about the newly opened burger place at Venetian by Mario Batali and Joe Bastinich. It's located by the outdoor gondola ride area in front of Venetian. It offers a full to-go window. It's got outdoor seating accommodating 100. The interior seats 120 people, and it looks like what I would imagine Ted's Montana Grill would look like if they had a Vegas location. Love that place. <laughs> they have a bar that is somewhat similar to the long bar at the D with more than 20 flat screens behind it. Playing to the crowd, B&B promotes craft beers from Vegas and California, and then showing off their pretentious side, they do not offer bottled water, they use energy-efficient lighting, and practice full animal purchasing. That means somebody's eating a dick. <laughs> <laughs> uh, very clever. Very clever. Um, I don't know. I like burgers and beer, so why not? <laughs> right. I like how they didn't bury the lead. <laughs> like, listen, yeah. that's what we do. <laughs> yeah, I mean, you can't really go wrong. I mean, with burgers and beer, everybody likes that, right? Yeah. How many burger... I, I'm, I'm just trying to, in my head, compile a, a quick list of all the burger places that I can think of off the top of my head in Vegas. And it's getting to be a very robust list. It is. It's one of those things where the standard for every single property in Vegas now includes steak, burgers, and pizza. Those it's are... Like gore, a gourmet sort of boutique kind of burger place, Exactly. Too. Exactly. You know, uh, you, you said it best. All right, let's move on. Uh, we've got some more details on the Link Project. This week, it was Vegas Eater that shared some new info. We learned that the people behind the park on Fremont and Commonwealth are bringing their Boulevard Cocktail Company to Link. No details on exactly what is special about Boulevard Cocktail, although I'm pretty sure we can guess. Also, <laughs> while it was assumed, or while it was always assumed, <laughs> it was officially announced that you will be able to purchase drinks prior to boarding the High Roller at the Launch Lounge, as well as purchase souvenirs at the Sky Shop. Ah, see what they did there. Oh, yeah. That's wordplay. Yeah, it's nice. Some people find that clever. <laughs> uh, after, <laughs> after visiting New Orleans and Bourbon Street, as well as moving to Memphis and enjoying Beale Street, I really get the sense that if Link doesn't create the same kind of an environment, this thing is doomed to fail. Especially when you consider everything people are building 
with any available undeveloped strip frontage, why would you walk away from the strip unless you create such a unique experience like that? Agreed. Yep, totally agree. Yep. Not a whole lot more to say about it. It's, uh, yeah, <laughs> totally agree. <laughs> cue, the, cue the soundboard. <laughs> I, I, I mean, uh, well, I mean, I really don't have anything to add. It really, if they don't create that, that environment, it's fucked. Totally fucked. Yep. Chris Angel's Magic Jam is coming. <laughs> if it wasn't crystal clear previous to this announcement, it has been 100% confirmed that Angel has surrounded himself with a collection of Yes Men supporting his total descent into redefining asshattery. <laughs> I mean, <laughs> Magic Jam? What is this, fucking 1992 at the MTV Spring Break Beach House? <laughs> the Magic Jam. Oh, God. Awful. <laughs> so awful. I know. I know. Now, we've reported that Chris Angel's Believe show at Luxor will go dark for two months while the star, quote, star, <laughs> undergoes shoulder surgery and rehab. This week, it was announced that in the show's place will be Chris Angel's Magic Jam. Or actually, I don't even think it was plural. I think it was Chris Angel Magic Jam. <laughs> you just get that dramatic pause. That's how you say it. Chris Angel <laughs> Magic Jam. <laughs> Dude, shit. Ass hat. Uh, <laughs> It will feature various other magicians, illusionists, and variety acts, including one person that people who listen to the show might actually be aware of, Nathan Burton. The rest are a collection of who? Angel Nathan will... Nathan Burton gets a lot of positive kind of response to his performances. Yeah, and he's got a show, so I don't really understand. I mean, maybe he's got... Angel's got pictures of him blowing somebody, or I don't know. <laughs> it's blackmail. Right. <laughs> he should perform in the Magic Jam. <laughs> <laughs> Angel will also host the show nightly and will perform some of his own illusions, of course, the ones that don't require him to use his shoulder, which is... Is he going to come out with a sling? or I mean, how's that going to work? Oh, I don't know. I don't know. I wonder if it'll be all sparkly and bedazzled because he's got to be cool. <laughs> bedazzled. <laughs> it's got to have some flair to it, Brian. <laughs> the, the, the sling itself will perform magic tricks. <laughs> he's been working on this for years. <laughs> This was all like this injury was all an elaborate setup so he could finally introduce his sling as his magic uh, sling. <laughs> that's right. He's gonna take over for, for the next five it's years the, on that belief it's, show. It's Chris Angel's sling of wonder. <laughs> <laughs> now the show will perform nightly. It's gonna be dark on Sunday and Monday. It's gonna have a seven and a nine thirty show on Tuesdays, Thursdays and Saturdays, and we'll only have a seven o'clock show on Wednesday and Friday. The first show is February 4th. The tickets run $85 to $164. That is insane. What a butt-raping. Uh, you know what? <laughs> Get blasted in the ass. <laughs> yeah. I, uh, I, I actually don't mind the Chris Angel stories as much anymore because they're just such good cannon fodder. I agree. Oh, I totally agree with you. I, I, I had this conversation, I think it was with Stuart from Moscow, about I somehow have this desire to go see him, but I would want to go see that show with someone like you because I'm, I promise we're just going to crack each other up as to how much we rip on him or how much of an asshole he looks. <laughs> <laughs> that would be kind of fun, actually. See? I want to throw, like, water balloons at him. Oh, I, there's so many things I would chuck at him. That would be great. Produce. <laughs> Fresh produce. Right. <laughs> How great would that be if they had a fucking produce shop just conveniently located right next to the ticket area? <laughs> like, going, that's weird. Why do they have... 
Are those rotting cabbages? Why are those here? <laughs> <laughs> Cabbage just seems like such the stereotypical object. Well, I mean, uh, eggs, obviously, is the, I mean, that's the coup de gras here. I mean, you get the whole explosion factor there. I mean, I tomato. Guess it's, yeah, it's tomato, but it's got to be nice and, and, and loose, so you get the same thing, the whole explosion. The splatter, yeah. Right, exactly. And I, I think, think watermelons that, would be good. Watermelons would be a category. <laughs> <laughs> That'd be a delight. Or you could chuck kiwis at him. Those things are firm, man. You, you can put welts on him. <laughs> Just pelting them with, uh, yeah, with, with uh, we'll get slingshots and we'll fire kiwis at him. <laughs> You know, because kiwis, are, they are firm. They would hurt, but, like, they're kind of cute. You know, they're, like, fuzzy. Right. <laughs> we might even give him a little little road rash on his face. <laughs> be fantastic. Oh, that, that's gone. actually his new his new trick is dodging all the fucking fruit. That's part of the show. Perform, perform your fucking douche magic <laughs> right. with, while, while eluding our, our, our projectiles. <laughs> I would love to heckle that fucking prick because you know we can't handle it. Like, <laughs> do some tricks. Dick. <laughs> that would be great. We need to consider this. Actually, though, we need to get free tickets because there's no fucking way I'm taking it in the ass to pay for the, to go to that show for that much money. Absolutely, I totally agree with you because you know ultimately he's the dickhead that wins if we give him money. <laughs> right, right, yeah. <laughs> All right, well let's move on. We've got some more voodoo zipline drama to share. Oh, oh bro, listen to this shit. The- did you, wait, did you just call? Hang on, hold on, hold on. Hold on. <laughs> Did you just call me bruh? I did call you bruh, because I got to tell you some fuck? bullshit, bruh. <laughs> what the fuck was that? The, the voodoo zip line at Rio is totally getting cock-blocked by these bitches at the Department of Building and Fire Prevention. Now, they're currently balls deep in government red tape <laughs> regarding a large collection of missing documents required to get approval for a permit to operate or some shit. Now... <laughs> Now, a few of the bullshit paperwork that they're required to submit before they can move forward with construction or things like a finalized ride evacuation manual or, or, or load carrying capabilities of the ropeway and air brakes, stop analysis, and a bunch of other administrative cock blockery. Now, the folks behind the project still insist that the project is fully funded, but to the, to the short-sighted MFers who put up $4,300 towards the failed $7,500 crowdsourcing goal that have lost the faith, they're offering refunds. Brian, I got, I got one word for you on this. Pshaw. <laughs> I, I had to commit myself to that, Brian. That's why I couldn't yeah, be Yeah, you really fucking did. <laughs> Holy shit. What movie was that from? Uh, I'm not 100% sure. I know I was inspired in some way. And yeah, it, it that sounded was familiar, especially at first. Completely un, uh, unoriginal on my part. I just It was one of those things we've reported on this disaster, this abortion of, a, of an entertainment concept so many times that I'm like, how can I actually make this funny? Because it, it is mildly amusing. The tons of things that you would think would just be one-on-one like yeah well we need to know how you're going to save people if the whole thing fucking breaks like going well just trust us like no fucker <laughs> <laughs> we'll put down like some pillows right it's gonna be fine what well, you like they just they just fall down and they'll, they'll fall on nice cushy pillows right <laughs> we've tested it man i mean it's i mean it's it with gi joe's but i mean it was still fine <laughs> <laughs> they just get really big bean bags <laughs> Bought like six bean bags. That's cool. It's cool. 
<laughs> I don't see how anyone could miss that. I mean, yeah, you know, and we bought an old Ford Ranger to use to, to drop them off. <laughs> right. uh, so okay, so they're missing. They're just to be clear, since since your uh, your delivery was a bit distracting. Yeah, it's fair. <laughs> they are missing to get approval to operate. They're missing an evacuation manual. Right. So documentation to support their plan on helping people if there's an emergency. Right. Uh, they are not sure of the capabilities of the ropeway at all. So they, at least they haven't documented what it can handle at all. Right, right. So, it's, and, you know, it's some, some some more robust gentleman may stroll up and like, oh, nah, he'll be fine. <laughs> we think it'll be all right. Right. I don't, I don't see then, why this would be a problem. <laughs> right, right. And then, yeah, and then there's, there's no real documentation or, uh, well, as far as we know, there's nothing around how they're going to get this to stop. Right. It's forward motion. Well, and this is only a few of them. These were only my favorites. There's a giant <laughs> list. <laughs> and we, of course, have a link to all of them, but these were literally just my favorites that I thought would support my attempt at humor. This sounds like a total death trap. Does it not? <laughs> I mean, how horrible. Wow. Yeah. Well, and you're 41 stories up. I, there's a couple of these things I would like to know have been, you know, have worked yeah. out all the kinks and figured it out. I don't right. want to be a beta. <laughs> or like an alpha test. <laughs> All right, here we go. Uh, <laughs> here we go. <laughs> fuck, that didn't work. <laughs> Plan B, oh, gentlemen. <laughs> this is not what we expected. No. <laughs> like, going, is this folding chair really the best way to do this? No, it's going to be fine. Folding Don't chair. worry it's, about it. <laughs> it's one of those really lightweight aluminum ones where they have, like, what is that material that they use that they kind of basket weave? You yeah, know that's about? exactly what I was thinking. The same kind of shit that, you know, you put in your in your backyard to hang out on. Your girl. It's like, it's like uh, it's kind of tattered and frayed along the edges. <laughs> <laughs> it's like, uh, it's not even, it's like uh, some sort of, like, plastic. Right, like, right. Phony. Yeah, it's, <laughs> it's like. It's like fresh from the 80s. Like if you have any skin exposed, you will then get an imprint that'll hang out for a good 20 minutes. <laughs> <laughs> it's like uh, it, it, uh, it, you got like along the aluminum, you see those little speckles of rust. <laughs> because it's been sitting outside in the rain too often. Right, right. You've got to, at least one or two of them have, have part of those little bands broke, you know, and, and you're yeah. sitting on it. And you know you shouldn't be because this thing, it's just moments before it's going. <laughs> Someone, someone's dropping their ass through this. This is what's going to happen. <laughs> Subsequently, their whole body. Right. 40 flights. You know. <laughs> Just hold on to the bottom of the chair. God, being a whiny bitch. God, trust us. Dude, that rope is made out of metal. You're going to be fine. <laughs> uh. Good. It's good. <laughs> we thought about this a lot. Right. <laughs> over, over pounds and pounds of weed. <laughs> <laughs> Countless, countless lines of coke have helped us plan this project. All right. <laughs> I had an erector set, man. I told that's how Disney did the fucking soaring thing. All right. They, that is how they did it. That was fucking ridiculous. I remember when I first saw that on like the Travel Channel or on I don't remember what the fuck we were watching. Right, now, right. But the guy's like, you know, we were just brainstorming on how we're going to bring this attraction to life in um, in the Florida property. And, uh, you know, I, I had remembered that I had this old director set <laughs> in my fucking attic. Right. I love that he's, like, in the attic. So I ran up to the attic. Like, yeah, he's like, I just ran up there. And, you know, it was, like, ten minutes. And <laughs> what I did was I developed this mechanism where we could raise all three of the levels up 
uh, within the space. It was perfect. It was, you know, just a rough mock-up, of course. (laughs) That whole thing was mind-blowing because I've never been able to get an Erector set to do anything in my entire life. And the fact that he actually made that whole thing, I'm like... What? So Erector Sets can do that? And and you did that and made that? Well, he was like, you know, I'm just, he's like, I, I, I didn't have a motor, so I couldn't simulate the real motion. So I just, I just implemented this hand crank device. It's genius. What the fuck? What the fuck is that? The best I could do with an Erector Set was make a shitty, phony plastic basket weave lawn chair. <laughs> That's the best I could do, but it rusted in the rain. Right, fine. Left it out. That's why they were right. probably in his uh, attic, Brian. He had, he had done those experiments. And were like, this is all I can do with them. There's no point. <laughs> He's like, uh, sorry. Like it was like, do you remember uh, Doc Brown from Back to the Future? He's like, sorry, I didn't have a time. I didn't have time to build it to scale. <laughs> right. Are you kidding me? The precision and the level of detail in this is just re- absolutely remarkable. <laughs> Uh, people who can think. Right. I admire. <laughs> I admire you, people who can think. Yes. All right, let's move on. Uh, we've got some details um, well, that are mildly interesting about the Paris Sugar Factory and its expansion. Yeah, let's be clear. It's only mildly interesting, except for the one tiny little dig they take here. But construction has begun on a strip-side outdoor dining area at the Sugar Factory at Paris to compensate for what outdoor pedestrian space will be lost from the expansion paris is removing the trees out front once the project is complete it will offer an extra 21 feet of pedestrian walking space to make up for what is lost by the new dining area it's also being said that another reason the trees are being removed is in an effort to discourage costumed characters from setting up shop there and enjoying the shade that the trees provide to address safety concerns when the project is complete containment fences will be installed along the curb. No word on when construction on either of these is expected to be complete. I don't remember a whole lot of costume people being by there. No, neither do I. Yeah. Bullshit. I I call bullshit on you, Paris. I don't know. Actually, you know what? I do seem to recall. uh, See, and this could have been further down, like by Bally's, you know, by the big walkway. Oh, they're all over that place. Yeah, they're all over there. But yeah, I remember my cousin, like, taking a picture with Mickey Mouse with, like, they had, like, a I think he was walking around like a 40 in a brown paper bag just for, for, <laughs> just for the lols. Right. And uh, I think he like had posed for a picture with them all passed out on the ground and Mickey was like flipping off the camera or something. But something tells me it might have been right there in front of Paris. See, the three places that come to mind when I think of where they're congested with those characters are by MGM, just past MGM where they've got all that shopping area. Shit. Yes. Yeah. Right where the... Uh, what the fuck? By the, like the uh, M&M? Right, right, exactly. Yeah. The yeah. other one is by Bally's, and then the last one is by Caesars Forum Shops, that that whole area. Those yeah, are the those three that come to mind when I think of costume characters. Those fucks. Ugh. The Alan's cool, though. <laughs> 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 All right, next up, we've got some information on Binion's future renovations. Yeah, for the third or fourth time since they closed the hotel, Binion's is again advertising that renovations to the property are coming soon. According to signage at the property, work will begin in January 2014. New carpet has already begun to be installed in the public spaces and rumors of various other renovations, including Cafe 24-7 expansion and the reopening of the coffee shop are being teased. Although that seems fucking pointless if you already have a Cafe 24-7. (laughs) There's no information regarding room renovations or the hotel reopening. They weren't even alluded to in the story, so. Hmm. 
I've never been to Binion's ever. It used to be my favorite place to gamble on Fremont Street. Really? Yeah. I haven't been to Fremont Street in a very long time either. There's something about, and, and this goes for this, the strip properties that do this too, there's something that I really like about gambling right on the strip. You know, you're, you're yeah. looking right outside. There's the outside, and Fremont's got tons of that. So, they had uh, the Dark Knight slot uh, placed in Cosmopolitan right in front of the windows, mm. but so you could sit, and I sat on the end, and I could just look out on the strip while I played. <laughs> oh, that was fucking awesome! <laughs> Loved it. Loved it. Yeah. All right, moving on. Uh, interesting stuff. Fremont New Year's festivities. Yeah, East Coast Gambler reported that Fremont Street Experience has some New Year's plans. They're going to offer nine live bands. About half of those are going to be local, though. The most popular of which would be Vince Neil, Loverboy, Papa Roach, and Blues Traveler. Festivities are 6 p.m. to 3 a.m. with a countdown led by Mayor Carolyn Goodman. And actual fireworks will be synced with virtual fireworks on the Viva Vision canopy. The event is not free, as is common on Fremont Street. But instead, the experience will be fenced off and admission will run you $40. All right. Uh, and then our final piece of news for this week, uh, EuroVegas. And update on some of the information there. Remember that whole EuroVegas Sheldon Adelson was heading up where he was going to drop $30 billion into Spain and revitalize its economy. And he yes. even had Barcelona and Madrid competing over which location EuroVegas yes. would be built. Yeah, he's not going to do that anymore. <laughs> <laughs> What a fucking cocktail. Yeah, uh, Spain's government rejected several of Las Vegas Sands' demands regarding various issues, including an exemption from the nation's smoking ban. So, Las Vegas Sands said that they will continue to look to expand in the Asian markets. <laughs> Spain's economy is still trying to pull itself out of a five year slump. Spain's trying to pull its economy out of someone else's ass. <laughs> I, see, the thing that I thought was the big dick move is just that, because I remember that was news. You know, Madrid and, and Barcelona are fighting over which place they're going to build this at. I'm like, hey, we won. Yeah, we're going to build here. I'm like, oh, yeah, I'm not going to build there. You guys are dicks. <laughs> <laughs> we changed our mind. Right. Psych. <laughs> All right. Uh, in addition to the news, we have prop bets for you. Prop bets, for those of you unfamiliar, is an extension of the news. Uh, little bits and pieces of news without the... All the full-blown details. Yeah. And irrationally hated by Stuart for some reason. Yeah. <laughs> That's Stuart gay. <laughs> right. <laughs> uh, our first one for this week, uh, the Daily Fiasco is reporting that Lavo is now closed to undergo renovations that will expand the restaurant and turn club into an ultra lounge. Uh, plans are to reopen on Friday, December 27th, likely for the New Year's holiday. Yep. Tao is also under renovations but are not closing while those go on. Starbucks is now open at Vidara, marking their fourth location at City Center. It's not enough, Mark. No, it isn't, Brian. If I have to make more than a block's worth of, of effort, there's, I'm, I'm, how am I going to drink my, I know, I've got nothing, i got nothing here. Uh, <laughs> it's located at the back of the Old Silk restaurant that closed in February 2011 at the property, so... I, the one thing I do find amusing about this is City Center, uh, among the many pretentious things that they that they did when they, they started the place, including not having a sign going, people are, the, the property itself is going to be a sign. We don't need to put one up. And then fast forward two years and they fucking manzy the shit out of Cosmopolitan. But <laughs> this thing with uh, Starbucks, when they started, it was a whole big thing about going, we're not putting Starbucks in here. We're fucking City Center. All right? We're going to come up with, with high-end coffee. We don't need their shit. Fast forward two years, and they got four Starbucks. <laughs> four of them. That's awesome. 
I'm a fan of Starbucks, so I'm fine with this. Oh, yeah, yeah. I, it, well, that's what I mean. It's just the idea that you're like, we're going to do better by going, really? Because there's a lot of yeah, people who yeah. have tried to do better, and they haven't pulled it off. Why not just leave it to people who have the formula down fucking pat, exactly. you know? Yep. I want to have the brand mixture in there. But anyway, uh, next up, although a specific opening date has not been announced, Vital Vegas is reporting that Slotzilla appears to be complete and is currently in testing mode. Yeah, it looks pretty cool. Mm-hmm. Ba- <laughs> Oh, you don't say. (laughs) (laughs) Biggest chatter confirmed that the ice rink erected at Gold Spike is (laughs) only. (laughs) I made a joke. Uh, Is only. (laughs) It's only going to be set up for the holiday season. So enjoy it, Wake. Yeah, yeah, it's too fucking bad. Fizz, the champagne lounge run by Elton John's partner, is now officially opened. Uh, you'll find it located between the Coliseum and the Forum Shops and Elton John's ass. <laughs> Cascading <laughs> from his butt, Brad. <laughs> where, where, where he likely is. <laughs> Bradley Ogden had some thoughts about the closing of his restaurant at Caesars, including the changing climate at the property once Harris bought it, as well as the lack of quality at Gordon Ramsay's pub. Not sure surprise, if I, surprise. Yeah, I'm not sure if I've ever mentioned this, Brian, on the show, but uh, I'm not a fan of <laughs> I know Mr. where this Ramsey. is going. Yeah. <laughs> not, not, not a, it's not my taste. Yeah, yeah. Vegas Heater reported that Landy's Cadillac Bar is opening a location in Golden Nugget in February. It's a Tex-Mex eatery with two locations in the Houston area. Landry's, on the other hand, owns over 400 restaurants, including the Rainforest Cafe and the Bubba Gump Shrimp Brands. Giada De Laurentiis lets slip that her restaurant at whatever the hell they end up calling Bill's Gambling Hall will open May 1st. She has an interesting mouth, Brian. <laughs> She's got a huge head for her body. <laughs> I know I've mentioned this before, but I want to say it again. She has an uh, interesting, like, like at a certain angle, she's statuesque drop-dead gorgeous. At like a dead-on angle, she has a, a Wicked Witch of the West hook nose. <laughs> <laughs> It's odd, Brian. It's odd. That's all I'm saying. <laughs> it's it's peculiar. <laughs> it's not it's not normal. <laughs> <laughs> Who is anymore these days, Mark? Who is? <laughs> Who am I to judge? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I know. She, I like how we make fun of people. We're like we're fucking idiots ourselves. Right. right. <laughs> <laughs> you can just hear Giada going. What did he say? <laughs> that guy. <laughs> I like people like I, I I just I wanna know what people who are listening to the show are thinking as they're listening to it. Like these guys are so fucking dumb, it's hilarious. Right. right. They, <laughs> they have no idea how stupid they are making fun of so and so. They refer to us the same way we refer to Chris Angel. Yeah. <laughs> like, thank God that show is free, because it is a fucking abortion. <laughs> <laughs> uh, all right. Uh <laughs> Less than a year after opening their first location outside of the Mandarin Oriental, Pinkberry announced plans to open their second location at the Trop. No word when it will open or if it will be uh, at the Mecca Trop. Mecca. I love that word. <laughs> it was funny. When I first started using it, when we started talking about Walgreens, Karen was like, don't you mean Mega? I'm like, no. It's Godzilla-esque. Mecca. Mecca. Yeah. Yes. They put, right. like, because our like two of our favorite words are Mecca and Cock, and use yeah. them together. It's fantastic. Oh, Mecca Cock. Mecca-cock. Oh, that might be the greatest <laughs> word ever. <laughs> you should hyphenate it so it's kind of like one word. Oh, I love it. That might be the title of this week's show. <laughs> Mecca-cock. 
have to censor it. Yeah, well, of course. Or Apple will do it for us. Yeah, right. <laughs> <laughs> this week, the surveillance footage was released of the shooting at Dre's nightclub at Bally's from a couple weeks ago. It's pretty trippy to she... To she? <laughs> it's, pretty, it's pretty trippy to see. It's a collection of various cameras throughout the property chronicling the incident ending in a pretty cool blindside tackle by the Good Samaritan until you realize that's the guy that gets killed for his Boy Scoutery. So sad. Yeah, I, I would check it out, but it, it's it's one of those things that you, you, you see it. Uh, like, as I was watching it, I, I just thought how... It's not movie-esque. It's not grandioso. It's Very like... surreal. Yeah. 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 It's like, no, no, no. This is all happening. Oh, look. It's standard camera footage. Oh, it's, oh, oh, that guy just shot that guy. Oh, he just shot another guy. Oh, now he's walking out. And, and wow. And now the guy's dead. You're like, this is eerily... Like, it could have easily been pick, picked up by you or I filming it. Like, it was that nonchalant kind of a thing. Wow. wow. Sad. I'll have to check it out. I actually haven't. It's... Maybe I won't check it out. I don't want to see somebody getting shot in real life. Yeah, it's weird. Yep. Robin Leach is reporting that Holly Madison is considering an offer to star in a cabaret show at the former 40 Deuce. (laughs) (laughs) The 40 Deuce Lounge at Mandalay Bay. Apparently an offer for a different show is also on the table. However, no details are available. He also reported that Riviera will reopen their Versailles showroom in the first half of 2014. And its first two headliners will be CeeLo Green and Jim Belushi. That's an interesting mix. Brian, this just in. CeeLo Green's body was found in a Riviera suite <laughs> after he realized he was a headliner at the Riviera and ate a bullet. <laughs> oh, Jesus. <laughs> How do you go from Planet Hollywood to Riviera? I mean, I like the property, but let's let's put it in perspective here. Yeah, that's a huge fucking... Boundary. I mean, Jim Belushi, yeah, that's... Of course, but... Yeah, it's, understandable. Right. I, I, I was surprised he wasn't already headliner there. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, M Resort has a new Players Club card called Marky Rewards. It's the same as Hollywood Casinos, who is owned by Penn National, who owns M Resort. So if you give a shit, we've got a link. All right. Hash House of Go-Go is closing their M Resort location at the end of the year and opening a new location at Rio in the first quarter of 2014, replacing Sao Paulo Cafe. M Cafe will open in place of Hash House at M Resort. A Vegas Shatter reader shared some pics they got of some remodeling they encountered on the 29th floor of Monte Carlo. It's a dramatic change in a section of the hallway, wallpaper, the carpet. It looks like something you would find at Cosmopolitan or Planet Hollywood. Now, there's no word if this is planned for the rest of the property. It's really hard to describe what this looks like, so we're going to have a link on the blog for you to check it out yourself. It was only like half of the hallway. This guy was literally on the 29th floor, saw a curtain of sorts halfway down, like, what the hell's going on here? Opened it, looked like a completely different place. If I just showed you that picture, Brian, I would give you five guesses. I promise you, you would have never said Monte Carlo. Wow, that's interesting. I'll definitely check that out. Yeah, yeah. And then some vitally important information here. (laughs) O'Shea's is officially reopening on December 27th. Of the more than likely many differences you'll notice in the new O'Shea's compared to the old is the original marquee. Uh, Vital Vegas reported that it has been refurbished and Leprechaun that used to reside in the O on the top of the sign has been replaced by a shamrock. Yeah, I'm not sad about that. I don't really care. (laughs) I I didn't know there was a Leprechaun in it until they pointed it out. (laughs) (laughs) Right. Right. Ketchup Burger Bar is now open in the Miracle Mile shops at Planet Hollywood. The most interesting and unique feature is the availability to order via interactive screens in lieu of interacting with humans, which I am always a huge fan of. Their uh, 
Oh, interacting with humans? Yeah. Well, no, no. On the reverse. Doing anything, oh. any extra. Brian, I will make a, an extended extra effort, a, a time-consuming effort, if, <laughs> if it means I avoid human contact. <laughs> I did know this about you, actually. Um, <laughs> Disney is, I, I was, you know, I was just in Disney a few weeks ago. They're doing that shit every fucking possible chance they can. It's, I, I really wish... Vegas would incorporate more of what that company does. It's just, it's nothing but impressive. They're always the company. Like, you, you know, there's countless ways that you can go, why don't they just do this? That's so ridiculous. Why don't they do that? Disney's always one going, wow, I never even thought about that. That's a great idea. The other thing, Mickey talks now. What? Mickey fucking talks now. No bullshit. Holy shit. Yep, he hey, talks. Hey, has Wally made his way out yet? No, I haven't seen it. Oh, see, I am dying to see that one. Karen and I have this adorable affinity for, for Wally, and I know that they've created a Wally that's like that dinosaur in Animal Kingdom that just interactive, just roams around. It's like smart robot. Well, they've been using the trash can thing for a long time now. That's, right. I mean, that's been around for years, but there's a person close by. If He's actually really easy to find, but uh, there's somebody who is controlling the trash can that moves around and talks and stuff, and it's kind of cool, but I imagine it's probably something very similar to that. Right, right, yeah. Yep. yep. All right, back to Vegas. Diablo's at Monte Carlo is closed for some refurbishments from now until December 26th. Everybody's planning this out just right so they can be reopened a couple days before New Year's. Right, and they're dead in Vegas right now, so this is the perfect time yeah. to do it. Absolutely. And lastly, long-promised Banger Brewery. Hee <laughs> hee. At Neonopolis <laughs> announced they will open December 27th at 8 p.m. Banger Brewer. Banger Brewer. <laughs> Banger Brewing is located in the space formerly home to the Shoeseum. You would have loved that. Oh, you would have loved that. Yeah, a lot of J's. Oh, yeah. I almost bought a pair of six rings yesterday. I was at, uh, we got uh, Harrison's picture taken with Santa yesterday. Yeah. Which was uh, interesting. But um, they had my size in the black and red, oh. but I did not pull the trigger. Yeah, I, uh, I, I made the attempt to get my first pair of 12s yesterday. They were re released in the original white and black, so I knew my odds were shit. Like, the only opportunity I ever get to get Authentics, or if it's some variation on the original color, I literally was was working at, on on three computer screens. I had six different stores pulled up <laughs> trying to buy, and no luck. Yeah, that's too bad. Yeah. The 12s are nice, though. Yeah. Alright, and that's going to do it for news and prop bets, actually. Let's move on to playing Vegas. Playing Vegas, we've got a short list of things for you this week. Nothing's really playing in Vegas uh, since it'll be Christmas week coming up. So, Yeah, so let's wish a couple of properties happy anniversaries. There's a shit ton of them in December for the same reason why you're seeing all these renovations because there's nothing going on. It's the perfect time to open and have your soft opening before business actually picks up for New Year's. Mm -hmm. So first off, we want to uh, – it's City Center's fourth anniversary. They open December 16th, 2009. MGM Grand is celebrating their 20th anniversary. They opened on December 18th, 1993. Gold Coast is having their 27th anniversary. They opened December 21st, 1986. Encore celebrating its fifth anniversary, opened December 22nd of 08. The last of the originals, the Flamingo, is celebrating their 67th anniversary. They opened December 26th, 1946. And the Orleans is celebrating its 17th. They opened on December 21st of... Not yeah, there's no way. 
That's completely <laughs> inaccurate. They open on December 21st. I don't have the right date. Yeah. So, so figure, you this, figure the math out. Yeah, sometime in the 90s. Well, <laughs> right. 96-ish. All right, so that's going to do it for Playing Vegas. We'll move on to Vegas deals. Oh, wait, no, we fucking won't because there aren't any deals this week. <laughs> so let's go on to coming attractions. All right, we do have some coming attractions. Queens of the Stone Age are performing at the Joint at Hard Rock on Thursday, February 13th. Show starts at 8 p.m. Tickets will run you 35 to 115 bucks. Mike Epps is performing at the Pearl at Palms Saturday, February 15th. Show is going to start at 8 p.m. Tickets will run you 54 to $102. Garth Brooks will begin his world tour at Encore on Friday and Saturday, January 3rd and 4th. He will do two shows a night, 7.30 and 10.30. Tickets will run you 225 Veronique declares show Veronique Voices has been extended at Bally's through 2014. Tickets for 2014 shows will go on sale in January. Good for her. That's a great show. Yeah, good. Good. Comedian Jim Jeffries, the star of the FX show Legit, is coming to the joint at Hard Rock on Saturday, May 31st. Show starts at 8 p.m. Tickets will set you back 38 to 60 bucks. And lastly, Pink is coming to the MGM Grand Friday, January 31st. Show is going to start at 8 p.m. Tickets will run you 69 to 163 dollars. Do not forget, you can find links to purchase tickets to these and all the artists we report on our coming attractions calendar on the blog. All right, so that's going to do it for coming attractions. Let's move on to some listener feedback we got. We did receive a couple pieces this week. We've got an iTunes review from Mario2k4. He reviewed us on November 5th, gave us five out of five stars, entitled it Vegas for the True Sin City Fan. Nice. Why it took me so long to find this great Vegas podcast escapes me. I really enjoy the personal comments and experiences. I also like the call-ins. We don't do call-ins. Uh, does he have the wrong show, or is he talking about the reviews that we do where we are now encouraging? Must be the reviews, yeah. That's what we're going to go uh, with. Either way, I'm taking it. It's five out of five. Yeah. One day I may do so myself. <laughs> we would love to see you try. <laughs> I welcome your attempt, sir. <laughs> yes. Yes. <laughs> Uh, great podcast. Review us on iTunes. We fucking love it. Yeah, it's great. I know this guy, too. I love when people use their, their Twitter handle because then you automatically have the, the reference point. So it's cool. Absolutely. Now, the next thing we want to do is I, I can only think to call it listener rants. We all have pet peeves about the people, places, and things in Vegas. For instance, Brian, when I pay $12 for a margarita, I'd like to have some tequila in it, Cabo Wabo. <laughs> yeah, and some fucking flavor. Right. <laughs> this week... Listener John Williams shared a collection of his that we would like to share with you. Why don't you start us off, Brian? Yeah. Uh, if you walk, half the speed of everyone else moves to the side so people can get by. Oh, it drives me nuts. I always have to fight, especially when they're they're meandering widely, like they're kind of holding hands and not close to each other. I always have, have the, the Red Rover impulse in me to just run through them. <laughs> oh my god, I just want to fucking plow people over. Sorry about your face and the fucking concrete, sir. You were just moving a bit slow. Yeah. The next one, if you're walking the strip and stop suddenly to look at something, people behind you may run into you. I Honestly, I fight this urge all the time where I, I'll give you three seconds. It's Vegas. There's all kind of crazy shit going on here. You know, you can get captured and go, oh fuck, I gotta get out of the way. Anything can be here. I fight the urge all the time to con intentionally walk at a, at a brisk pace and smack into them and then just go, oh, wow, I'm so sorry. Apparently neither one of us was paying attention. <laughs> <laughs> I was looking at something too. Right? See how we sorry. were both distracted? This is a result. 
Sorry about your pain as well. I've, I've been working out a lot, working on my giant <laughs> cannonball shoulders, and I apologize that yours was just crushed. Oh, I, I, I've told you this before. I, I do not have the ability to hold back anymore when it comes to this kind of a pet peeve. When we're, you know, you're, you're, you're walking and you see people kind of coming your way, and, you know, traditionally you, you kind of make a little, both people should be making some room, like, oh, you know, we're going to kind of bump into people. If I right. see that the other person isn't making any effort, I stiffen up the shoulder and keep walking exactly where I am and then just slam, bitch. Oh, man, my bad. Sorry about that. <laughs> feels so good to oh, do that. It does. It feels fantastic, especially if you're lucky enough to hit them like a fucking NFL linebacker and just yes. them, just get them get them to, you know, lose their entire, their entire body momentum and just kind of get jerked back. Like, oh, dude, that's my, it's my bad. That's totally my bad. <laughs> like you're bracing your entire body for impact. You're right. like kind of puffing your shoulder and chest out just a little bit. Right. The, the shit that, that guys get flagged for in the NFL now, just plowing yeah. them with your shoulder. It's great. Yep. It's absolutely great. I do not want to pay extra for the quote unquote VIP experience. I don't need to pay $12 more for a seat two rows closer <laughs> to the stage and a glass of cheap champagne. Right. If you wear a dress with your boobs hanging out, I'm going to stare. I'm a guy. Guys like boobs. No argument. Yeah, I, I actually thought that that was, that was common. But it kind of went without saying. Right. right. I don't know why he's Aren't saying. you doing that for the attention? I, I Honestly, really. To be honest with you, I, I usually get kind of, like when they get disgusting, like Holly Madison's giant freakish tits. I'm going, oh, really? Do I, it's called restraint. Do you have not have any self-control? Yeah. Uh, have some respect for yourself. That's right bounce quarters off those ridiculous <laughs> <laughs> if you lose a poker hand holding aces to someone with seven deuces off suit don't get mad at the dealer you win some you lose some that's poker oh i didn't tell you this when we were at 360 vegas vacation when i was first going to meet matt he was playing poker at the mirage and i walked up and he apparently just you know beat somebody or just whatever it was there was a guy on the other side of the table that was pissed at matt beating him or whatever and chucked his cards all the way across the table so that they came and landed like right in front of matt and i looked at him like going are you gonna kick his ass because i'll totally i got your back but he's like i guess it happens all the time poker players are are not not they're not very nice people no no, they're they're all kind of dicks categorically Uh, do not try to block my path and force a CD into my hand. I'm a 47-year-old bus driver from Canada. I can't help your rap career. <laughs> <laughs> I do have to say, those fuckers are as aggressive as timeshare people. It's insane. To this point where it's like, Karen and I have both kind of trained ourselves to make sure that no matter what happens, like these are the people I'll run into. Like if I, you know, I put my hands down at my side so they can't reach them. If I see them starting to reach for them at my side, I'll put them behind my back. And it's like, I, I do not even see you. If you're stepping in my way and I run into you, it's your fucking fault. You're the asshole that did this. Yeah, you know, it's a perfect time to just kind of jam your hands into your pockets. Mm, that's good. Play a, little, play a little pocket pool for a minute. Right. <laughs> just for a minute. Just, <laughs> just see how it goes. Uh, if you ask me if I want free show tickets and I say no thank you, that's the end of the conversation. No matter what you say next, I will not respond. I need to practice that because I get so fucking pissy when, especially timeshare people, just keep talking to you. It's I, I can't, like I'll give you one and then I'm like, no, you fuck alone. 
which just in, <laughs> I, I, I think I've told you about this again, but just in case I haven't, there was this one time where we're walking past Miracle Mile and same thing, you know, the guy says something to us and we're like, no, thank you. And he keeps going. I'm like, I said, no, thank you. And he wouldn't stop. And I yelled at him and the fucker was like, oh, 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 now you've just encouraged it. Now you're just going to get it worse. I'm like, are you fucking threatening me? And Karen's like, leave, you're going to, you're going to hit him and we're going to, it's going to be a whole thing. Just leave. <laughs> Got arrested. <laughs> Blackjack dealers, please have patience when I ask you, every other hand, how much do I have? I don't math well. <laughs> I have that problem all the time. I cannot count fast enough. I, I, I mean, I know how I want to play the hand. I'm just not necessarily good at adding up those uh, those cards as fast as the other ones do, and uh, or as fast as, as everyone else does. And it's, uh, like, I've had a couple times I've said, listen, I can't count that fast. And I'm like, you're counting? I'm like, no, asshole. I can't even add up the fucking cards. How am I going to count the rest of this fucking deck? <laughs> If you say what happens in Vegas stays in Vegas, you're not cool. You're a wanker. <laughs> that saying has gotten a, a little old. Well, I've had that argument with them, and I'm like, what are you talking about? I have an entire show based around the concept of what happens in Vegas is on my show weekly <laughs> because the, all the what fucked up things Vegas you do. Is all over the fucking internet yeah, it's every a, second of every day. What, what's the point of doing it if not to share in the amusement? Yeah. <laughs> and lastly, no, I don't want a limo to your gentleman's club with no cover and two free drinks. <laughs> <laughs> that was really good. It was awesome. Uh, yeah, that was awesome. Please send us your Vegas rants if you should have any that you'd like to share. I, I would even encourage fun. people, I have to imagine pretty much everyone has voice recorders on their phones. I mean, I know the iPhone does, but I'd have to imagine droids and everything else do. Record those while you're in the moment. I would love for you to do that and then email them to us. We'll play them on the show. Yeah, so please send us your rants. That's awesome. So. Yeah. That's going to do it for episode 115. Thank you guys very much for downloading and listening to the show. We appreciate it each and every week. And we like having you as listeners. So if you'd like to take a look at any of the stories that we referenced on this week's show, we'll provide links as per usual on the blog. That's 360vegaspodcast.com. If you'd like to send us an email with your rants or communications there otherwise, uh, you can do that at 360vegaspodcast at gmail.com. Also on the blog, we can uh, link up on social media. We've got links there. Uh, go ahead and check us out on any of those. And uh, don't forget, you can support the show very easily uh, through our Amazon banner. So you are uh, going to be enjoying some family time next week, so it'll be me and more than likely my wife. Yeah, good, yeah. good. Yeah, any special plans coming up for Christmas? Or? I do not have any. We're dealing for the first time, because skiing had become our Christmas ritual. Right. They don't have too much of that around here. You broke your face, too. Right. Well, let's, not, let's not dwell on the past, right? <laughs> <laughs> You completely destroyed your face, Mark. Right. So this Christmas, we have no idea what we're going to do. Probably plan on how we're going to have Christmas next year so we can actually go skiing. But I think you guys should go to Disney World next year again and try to do it Try to do it right and not have fucking kidney stones. Oh, fuck. We, there are so many stories that we promise all the time to tell that we have never told. That's one of them. I, I literally went to Disney for Christmas and had a... That was like three or four years ago. Yeah, now, right? it was a gigantic ordeal in which culminated in needing surgery to remove kidney stones while in the fucking park. Well, I mean, I didn't have surgery in the park, but the kidney... <laughs> <laughs> Mickey Mouse himself performed the operation. I thought it was awkward. His hands seemed a bit fumbly, but I was, you know, it's Mickey Mouse. What are you going to do? His hands were big, white, and fuzzy. <laughs> I'm like, can you not get fuzz inside of my cock? Can you not? Please. <laughs> Just got to reach down in there. <laughs> Wait, did they go? Did they do surgery to go into your kidney to remove them? 
Um, this is so fucked up. So the hospital we went to in Orlando didn't have... right? Yeah, yeah. They didn't have the laser that is traditionally used to break up a kidney stone. So all they did was put in a stint, which then two weeks later, when they, they were like, ah, oh, it'll probably pass by then. Two weeks later, they did an x-ray. Like, nope, still there. We're going to have to go back in, break it up, and take it out. Like, awesome. Fun. Fun for the holidays, Brian. Yes, fun times indeed. <laughs> all right, and thanks again, guys, for downloading. As always, yeah. We'll, uh... We might see you next week. I don't know. Something you'll get something next week. <laughs> yeah, you won't see me, but you'll you'll get something. Right. <laughs> It'll be worth your while. <laughs> Take care. <laughs>